0: it's how I'm able to follow all the MVP candidates, all the breakout stars, and, of course, your waiver wire pickups all season long. To see all the action this season and stay on top of all the big storylines, you need NFL Game Pass. Best of all, you can kick off the 2019 NFL season with a seven-day free trial of NFL Game Pass. Just sign up now at nfl.com slash focus NFL. From A&E, the creators of Cold Case Files, comes your next true crime podcast obsessions, PD Stories. Every week, law enforcement professionals join host Tom Morris Jr. from America's Most Wanted in Live PD to share their experiences, insights and perspective on policing. You are not going to want to miss this show. Be sure to subscribe on Podcast One, Apple Podcast and many other podcast apps so you can get new episodes every week. Welcome in to the PFF NFL podcast. Steve Palazzolo, Sam Monson. Here we are. Thursday afternoon, with no games to preview this week, so we're just going to talk all <laughs> NFL and whatever the news is, whatever the fun stuff is, including Eli Manning reportedly retiring tomorrow mm. on Friday. Yes, could be today if you're listening on Friday.
1: Coming from our studio, but we will not be next week.
0: Right, so we're we going just, next week. So well, today, let's just talk about today real quick. Okay. Eli Manning retirement. Yeah. Uh-huh. Talk some QB carousel. All right. And a little Super Bowl preview. Like we'll touch on it just a little bit. Hit on some of the bigger topics because we're not going to be here next week. No. Where are we going to be? Miami. Going to Miami. South Beach. So programming notes. Next week. Regular pod on Monday. We'll do it from here. We'll do, again, some Super Bowl talk. Whatever the big news is. Maybe grade Eli's retirement press conference. See how good it was. You won't be doing that. It was probably average. Mm. Probably right in the middle. Most likely probably didn't win. Probably didn't lose. Mm. Probably 500 is what it was. Unless it's a big moment. It could be a big moment. Maybe he stepped his game up in the press conference. Yeah. So we'll talk about that Monday. And then wheels up Monday night. We're flying down to Miami. And, and it's a big crew. George and Eric are coming, the PFF forecast guys. Bruce Gradkowski is going to be there filming Bro What a Throw. It's going to be
1: uh, it's going to be an action-packed week. Is he going to be throwing? Are you going to be catching passes from Bruce we don't know th- yet. on South Beach? We don't know. See, here's the thing. Though, so we have
0: a skeleton schedule of about 30% of what we're going to do next week, and the rest of it's just like, we don't know. It's up Grab in the air. some
1: people. Well, I tell you, though, the, there is a very real danger that while we are down there, Joe Thomas and Andrew Hawkins will be there and we'll actually have to play basketball against them. Yes. Now, one of us has been, you know, doing his best to, to up his game in the gym most days in, in the week. Yeah. And the one of us is not you.
0: I, I've been, I've been ill. Huh. I tried yesterday and I just, I couldn't move by the third game.
1: Your effort levels yesterday were questionable at best. And then you compounded that by not even going today. I know because we have, we got things going on. Here's the it's thing, it. right? I picked up a basketball like a matter of weeks ago for the first time. I can't be the one to carry you in this encounter.
0: Don't you worry. If I hit every shot. Yeah. We're going to be okay. Okay. No matter how much practice time I put in between now and then isn't going to determine whether or not I'd have, I hit every shot. It's just going to be a I lot don't of luck.
1: I think that that's true. I think that you can move the percentage on that. Yeah,
0: I'll be all right. I'll be all right. I don't think you will. Don't worry about it. Anyway, we'll
1: it. we might end up meeting up with them there, having to play basketball on South Beach and get their ass kicked.
0: We're going to have, we'll have some morning content, YouTube channel, social media. We got an Airbnb. You'll you'll get this all access pass to PFF at the Airbnb.
1: Don't say Airbnb. That makes it sound like we're just, you know.
0: Oh, we're at, we have a house. Right. A
1: mansion. On South Beach. A mansion on South Beach. Yeah. PFF. That we've. Mansion on bought. South Beach. You no, no. look, you're making a balls of this. Well, listen, this we, not- we, we
0: told Chris, just buy it. The Super Bowl will be back in Miami soon enough. We'll yeah. get our money's worth. OK, so we bought a mansion on South Beach for the company. And that will be recording live from there.
1: Anyway, Eli Manning retired.
0: All right, let's talk Eli Manning. He retired and, you know, nobody can have a, a normal debate. It really is this black and white. You either think he's a Hall of Famer or you don't. I don't want to spend more. You got five minutes on this topic, not just you, because I don't want you to go off on it for five minutes because I don't care. But everybody has to debate the Eli Manning in the Hall of Fame discussion. Yay or nay for you, happens?
1: Any player retires, it's like, does he belong in the Hall of Fame or not, right? So let's start off by saying Eli had a a really great career he should be proud of. Guy who's won two Super Bowl rings. He beat, you know, the unbeatable Patriots that year. Mm -hmm. He beat the Patriots again. Um, he is responsible for two incredible Super Bowl moments. You know, the pass down the sideline to Manningham is one of the best passes in Super Bowl history. The helmet catch obviously is one of the best plays in Super Bowl history or one of the most memorable plays in Super Bowl history. So he ended, you know, all right, what is a fairly small Super Bowl drought by NFL standards? You know, the Chiefs just got back for the first time in fifty years, for yeah. example. There were bigger drafts out there than the Giants were dealing with. He
0: helped but, bring two championships right, to the Giants.
1: He ended their draft. Along he with the defense. Won a couple of championships. Um and he ends his career, you know, the the start streak, fifteen years of play. He had a really nice career, right? Absolutely yes. belongs in the New York Giants Ring of Fame or whatever it is they do.
0: And the Giants should be very happy with the draft day if draft day trade that they made to get Eli Manning. They got two championships sure. out of it and a whole lot of uh availability.
1: Yeah. So he absolutely belongs in the Giants' ring of honor or whatever it is, whatever their equivalent is.
0: Ring the, of the very good.
1: The debate as to whether he then belongs in the NFL, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, I think is more complicated. <clears throat> and I don't even know, so I don't necessarily, I'm not even sure that I have an answer on this, like a take. I don't know if I want him in or not. What, I, what I've been arguing with people about for the last 24 hours at this point is let's just at least accept what the what the debate is, right? So the debate for Eli Manning is essentially is two incredible Super Bowl runs where he was instrumental in winning those games. Now he wasn't alone; the defense showed yeah. up and had huge game plans, etc. But his 2011 run in particular was absolutely incredible. His you know he knocked off some big teams on the way. Both seasons. Um, And he was a huge part of those wins, whether it's the helmet catch, the Manningham pass, all those kinds of things. So the question is, are two incredible postseason runs that made the Giants get two Super Bowl rings, um, which he was a huge part of in a way that is not true for some other quarterbacks who got their run and made a ring, you know, they basically were like Trent Dilfer, right? Nice as he is. Everybody accepts that Trent Dilfer was a passenger on that team. If Trent Dilfer did that twice, he would just be twice the passenger. It's
0: not all the same. though. I mean, Dilfer legitimately completed 36 passes in four games.
1: Right. But the point is, so that's what I'm saying, right? He was legitimately a passenger on those teams. Eli Manning was not on his Super Bowl runs, right? right, right. right? So, though it is the fact that he did that twice, enough to put him in the Hall of Fame, because outside of those seasons, he was basically an average quarterback for 12 years. Um, And what's really interesting is... The timing of those Super Bowls completely changed everything about his career because actually his start was kind of rough. And if he doesn't if he doesn't go on that run, there are questions
0: um, about him and his future. Right. right? if he
1: does not go on that run at the beginning, the first one and win the Super Bowl, I think he's going to have some competition the next year for that starting job. And everything changes at that point. right? Right. And then the second time, once you win the second one, that buys him the back five years of his career where he was below average. Like, he had five years to basically play kind of bad, and nobody questioned it because he won them two Super Bowl championships and his credentials are known.
0: And the reality of Eli's career is, 2011, that start to finish was a fantastic season. He was great. He was great under pressure. He was excellent on the Super Bowl run. He wasn't—he was a catalyst more than a passenger, for sure, there. Mm -hmm. In 07, he was okay during the regular season, if at best— Early in the playoffs, just okay, and then he made a few. He played well in the Super Bowl game itself. You know, even though they scored twenty one points or whatever it was. He played okay. Twenty eleven, he was fantastic. Yes. Twenty twelve,
1: he was really good. By so far his best re- season, twenty eleven.
0: Yeah, and he did a really nice job running that offense and all that stuff. So, um, the one argument. But I, well, I've heard people compare him to like Kurt Warner. Well, Kurt Warner's got you know a Super Bowl and made yeah. it a few other times, and it's like no, but Kurt Warner's. Three best seasons are better than anything Eli ever put. Like, as yes. good as Eli was in 2011, Kurt Warner might have four seasons better than that.
1: There's some really interesting comps, right? Kurt Warner is a fascinating one because his career, like his overall body of work, is much smaller than most other quarterbacks that are in there, right? And he's got the two chance, or he's got the two Super Bowl appearances. So there's parallels, right?
0: But three Super Bowl appearances, one win.
1: Yeah. Sorry, three yep. win- three appearances, one win. Um, but he as you say, his peak was way better than anything Eli did, and he did it for longer. Plus the fact that he took multiple different teams to the Super Bowl, I think did is, it twice. Is noteworthy. But
0: that um, like part in the middle, is that when people were making arguments against Kurt Warner, I understood those too, because the part in the middle, he goes there to start ahead of Eli in two thousand four and he could barely even feel the snap and he, he had a thumb injury or whatever, but he was yeah. kind of bad in the middle.
1: Right. Um what's the the people the thing the argument that I have no time for is well, Eli is 7th in passing all-time passing yards, 7th in touchdowns. Well, of course he is. He played 15 years in the most pass-happy era the league has ever seen. Anybody who did that would have those numbers. Now, if you look, roll the time back a little bit. When Vinny Testaverde retired, he was 6th in all-time passing yards, 7th right. in touchdowns, 7th in completions. So it's just like it's just a product of playing a long time at any kind of level. Now, you know, I'm not saying that 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 is, I'm not saying you ding him for that. I'm just saying that it's not a positive, right? You multiply average five times, 10 times, 15 times. It's just average. It doesn't get any better the more times you multiply it. I have no time for the idea that he compiled himself all the way up to the seventh list in these all-time rankings. Therefore, it's a Hall of Fame resume. His argument is two iconic Super Bowl runs. The end.
0: Yeah, if you if you want to put him in the super in the Hall of Fame, that's the resume.
1: Yeah, and, and I don't and know have, that's and you just wrong. have to be,
0: but you just have to be honest about that, yes. that. That's the resume, and there's a there's an actual legitimate discussion to Correct. be had. You, you got you and Gordon use the phrase, well, you can't tell the story of the NFL with the, without Eli Manning, and you know, you can't tell the story of the NFL without Chris Nowinski
1: either. Mm. I heard so. I heard. I've never. A lot of people use that um, phraseology as like you know the 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 argument. Now, by the way. The Hall of Fame doesn't, and they're the ones that actually decide this thing. Nowhere is that like a criteria for getting in, but it's one that people like to use to talk about it. What I heard somebody say is that Eli would be more a section in the part uh, in the chapter that discusses Brady and oh, absolutely, and the, the you know the dynasty, right, right, as opposed to his own individual chapter. You know,
0: yeah, but I mean Brady's. Brady and Belichick have lost like 11 playoff games together. Five of which have come to the Manning brothers. Right. I mean that as a, that's the section,
1: right? I mean, that's well, yeah. I mean, I think Peyton Manning is more deserving of his own
0: section than well, Eli. obviously, but I'm just saying like, there's, there's a whole story to be around just Eli. There's one about right. the Manning brothers. But you can make the argument, rivalry.
1: Yeah. You could make the argument that Eli doesn't necessarily belong in his own section of the history of the game. He belongs as a, not a footnote, but a part of somebody else's section. Um, but I think there's a genuine case to be made that those two runs – look, honestly, the purpose of this game at the end of the day is to win Super Bowls. And he was instrumental in winning two of them in a way other people have not been. Completely agree. I think there's a genuine case to be made that that alone puts him in the Hall of Fame. But I think people just need to accept that all this like compiling of, of – base numbers does not help his case and when you look at like well because matthew stafford is going to be right i mean matt ryan is matt ryan will pass him in like a year and a half and he's is it next year he's like matt ryan is pretty close behind and he's got four fewer seasons in the nfl um but if you look at like rate numbers or any number that actually looks requires good play to rack up He's nowhere near the top 10 all the time. No, he's not. Like, he's way off. So that is not your argument in getting him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Matt Ryan's a couple of years away from passing him. The other thing that's um, interesting to me is I know that I differ from a lot of people on this, that I just don't, I don't believe that um, durability is something that should get you recognition beyond just, no, that's quite impressive. The guy's lasted a long time.
0: Oh, durability playing at a high level.
1: Right. But durability that just lasts you at the level you're in for longer than other people, I don't... Yeah. For a start, I don't think you control that. There's a lot of players out there that have replied to me that were like, you absolutely control that. It's no, hard work, I, it's effort. No, but I that's just do. confirmation bias. It's like, look, all these great players worked really hard. Therefore, if you work really hard, you'll last longer. What about all the great players that worked really hard, broke a hip, and never yes, there's survived?
0: L- there's luck involved, but you there's think also... Bo
1: Jackson wasn't working his ass off?
0: No, see, I think that there's something to...
1: I think it's a requisite thing.
0: You've never played professionally. Come on, man.
1: I think you need that work ethic to survive a long time, but I don't think having that work ethic is going to guarantee is going to give you the longevity.
0: Yeah. You definitely need some luck with it too. Right. Yeah. But playing at playing at a high level for a long time, is worth it just compiling mediocre stats like Frank Gore and Eli Manning. So it's over like, a long so again, period of time yeah. is not impressive. A
1: lot of people are like look at his start streak. Like, okay. Well, how many, well, A, how many of those starts at the back end did he actually deserve to be starting? Like if he hadn't, if he was just another quarterback on another team, how far before the end would he have been benched? Because the answer is probably quite a while. And then the other thing is like if he's just playing average level for the back end or even below average level for those back years. Is the fact that he isn't broken down actually good? I would argue no. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't. He's going to end
0: up in the Hall of Fame. Oh, he I mean, absolutely
1: no. will be in the Hall of Fame. Um, and I don't know. I don't know that he doesn't deserve to be in. I wouldn't put him in, but then I wouldn't put in a couple of other people that are already there. So
0: I, I think that just, you brought up Matt Ryan. I think he's going to be a fascinating debate. If he never gets back to a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. he's going to be a guy that finishes his career in the top five in passing yards yep. of all time. Uh, in a dome and really, you know, a ton of touchdown passes, a ton of Stafford
1: uh, as well will be another one.
0: Yeah. Matt Ryan has a ton of seasons that where he was way better than Eli Manning, like throughout the majority of Matt Ryan's career, he's been better than Eli Manning, mm-hmm. right? Outside of two seasons. Philip Rivers, who's drafted the same year as Eli Manning, Rivers. has been better than Eli Manning for all but a couple seasons of his career.
1: Rivers will be the really interesting one because right? I think I think he's clearly been Certainly the better of those two quarterbacks. I think you can make the case he's been the best of the three. But
0: I already see people debating if, if you're putting Eli in because, well, they beat the right. dynasty. Well, Philip Rivers had a couple opportunities to do that. And Matt Ryan had the biggest opportunity to do that. That failed 28 to 3. And there's a fumble and this and that. Whether it's his fault or not, mm-hmm. you could easily compare those things. And, and then they just look like the regular season right. stack compilers.
1: Rivers is like the reverse case. He's like, look, he doesn't have any big moments, right? Because they never, not at all, they were almost never able to put a team around him, and when they did, he didn't, he wasn't able to get it done. And Ryan's had some exceptional playoff games too. Yeah, yeah. But so Eli, or uh, Rivers, in particular, is like the exact opposite case to to Eli because he actually has some phenomenal, consistent, high-level play, but was never, never had any of the big moments.
0: The other funny one is Big Ben. In his first year, the Super Bowl, his first Super Bowl right. was one Legit of the worst passenger. I mean, it was one of the worst quarterback performances you'll ever see in a Super Bowl win against Seattle. He had the game winner against Antonio Holmes. He was a really good quarterback by 2008, but he kind of like got them out of the way before he became a really good passing quarterback that put up big numbers in this league. After he had the two
1: Super Bowls, that's Antonio Holmes passes right up there with the Manningham one in terms of one of the best passes ever. Yeah, in Super incredible
0: World. and timely and just awesome. So Big Ben almost like locked himself into the Hall of Fame as long as he just survived to the next ten years and put up numbers, which he did. So
1: and he and he also transitioned from you know legitimate passenger at the start of his career to the reason that offense was so effective the back end of his career. Like he became you know one of those high level um, everything funnels through this guy quarterbacks.
0: This is one of those things i I've, I've used Brady, Big Ben, and Russell Wilson as three guys who early in their career. One on teams that were def- strong with defense and all that stuff, and were seen. I mean, Will- Wilson played well, but he was still seen as a guy like, oh, he only has to throw the ball twenty-five times a game. Brady was seen as a guy that he's got the defense, he's got the run game and the screen game. And Roethlisberger, I mean, he wasn't even good the first two years. He did make big throws. He was just like clutch at the right time type of thing. Those were guys that were seen as game manager types earlier in their career, where they then you realize that they could carry a team. And that was the thing where when we always say like, well, don't look at QB wins. I think there are these examples of players who it's like, there's something in there, right? And even if they are game managery at the, at the time, if you unleash them, they could be really good. And those are the three examples that always come to
1: mind. The other thing about the stats that people have to understand, and most people do, but it's worth repeating that you cannot look at just career numbers and not adjust in some way for era. Like, What, Manning and Elway have more or less the same passing yards, right, at this point? Those are not the same 57,000 passing yards, you know what I mean? That obnoxious. Right, but, I mean, we just have to to put that out there, right? Eli Manning and John Elway have vaguely the same amount of passing yards. They are not in any way, shape, or form the same passing yards. Just think of the rule changes and re-emphasis that have gone on between the two. It is so much easier to pass the ball now than it was... In the eighties, in the seventies, like, in the sixties, like people are ragging on Namath, like,
0: all-time passer rating. Do
1: you know what you could do to corner, or to receivers back in the sixties.
0: Listen to some of the names on the all-time passer rating leaders. Dak Prescott's it's fifth.
1: Everybody now.
0: Kirk Cousins is seventh. Yeah. Philip Rivers ten. Matt Ryan eleven. Big Ben twelve. Carson Wentz is fourteenth. Jared Goff is sixteenth. Derek Carr is seventeenth. Skip Chad Pennington. Ryan Tannehill is nineteenth. On the all-time passer rating list. And Marcus Mariota's 20th. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's why the Titans made it so far. They have two top 20 all-time passer rating guys. And Ryan Tannehill and Marcus Mariota on the same team. The all-time How do you stop
1: that? The all-time passer rating list is basically all of the current NFL quarterbacks. And like Steve Young. Andy Dalton,
0: 28th. Alex Smith, 30th. Jameis Winston is number 31 all-time in passer rating. He's better than Otto Graham. Huh. Yeah. He's also, who else, who's, who else is he better than? Rich Gannon, mm. Jim Kelly, Evans, uh, Mark Brunel. <sighs> mm-hmm. Eli Manning will finish his career with an 84.1 passer rating.
1: Which is actually terrible now. Yeah.
0: Which is .1 better than Mark Brunel.
1: Like the league average now is like 95, isn't it? 90? No, it's like 90. It's over 90. Eighty-nine, ninety. Either way, he's, his career is below average in passer rating, which is not ideal in the easiest era to ever pass the ball. Blake Bortles is 69th. Huh. Anyway, so that was our five minutes. So
0: I would not put Eli Manning, if I had a vote, I don't think I would give it to him.
1: I, I, I would understand
0: all the arguments. I don't think I would give it to him. I think ultimately you would lean yes, even though you're fighting everybody and trying to say no. You're at least just trying, you're at least trying to make like the argument the right one.
1: I'm the guy in the room whose vote is up for grabs, you know? There's somebody in there whose job it is to pitch Eli Manning. Yeah. So there'll be a bunch of people out there arguing against him and for him, right? I'm the guy. I'm the swing vote in the Hall of Fame room.
0: I'd be 75% no with, you know, an open mind for 25%. You just about suspension.
1: be brought around if somebody came out and knocked, with knocked a, the argument out of the with park. With a really good one. Right. Um, yeah. I just... Uh, the argument I think that would sway me the most... Like
0: he's Frank Gore. Frank Gore doesn't even have the, the Super Bowls. Everybody, those right. are just
1: yeah. uh, accumulating. Gore's going to get in as well because the dude just passed Barry Sanders through compiling his way through an NFL career. By the way, it's easier to get rushing yards these these days too. It's just easier to yeah, get more offense. offense. is score, like, Offense, all the rules have favored offense for like the last thirty years. Yeah, So,
0: and, so it's like every change everything.
1: they've made has favored the offense for decades. So of course the numbers are all up. Mahomes are going to crush it all. Yeah.
0: What else was I going to discuss here? There was one other thing I wanted to add to that. Yeah. I can't remember, but luckily we got proper cloth to talk about. Excellent. That's what we're rocking. Our proper cloth shirts. We're going to be in Miami with our proper. We're going to be wearing
1: proper cloth, at, I assume. I think we have to, right?
0: Well, for the pod at least. Yeah. But I'll be rocking it probably all week. I'll be, you guys are going to be wearing your, you know, tank tops and all that stuff. I'll be rocking the good stuff. Oh, okay. That's mm. what I'm assuming Well, George will be wearing tank tops. I'll be of rocking course. one proper cloth shirt per day down in Miami properclothcom slash PFF is where you can get your own custom made shirt. $20 off your first order using the promo code PFF20 custom made everything, Sam.
1: Yes, absolutely. It's actually insane what you can get drawn up on the proper cloth um, website. The thing works in your phone, which is handy. So you can just design yourself a shirt click into your your saved custom sizing, bam, order it. Um and the idea so yeah, $20 off your first shirt using the promo code PFF. The idea that you can get a completely custom made, custom fit, custom designed shirt for essentially $60 cuz they start at 80. $20 off with your promo code PFF. Getting one of those for $60 is an absurd steal.
0: Yeah, it's it's really good. So Check it out. The best fabric producers in the world. Each one of their shirts goes through extensive quality control testing. So you're getting the absolute best quality and craftsmanship. Stop wearing shirts that don't fit. Get the ones that are custom fit. Start looking your best with a proper cloth shirt today. Propercloth.com slash PFF. Promo code is PFF20 for $20 off your first shirt. The thing I was going to say that I just lost my. Train of thought again. Mm -hmm. Oh, so the Eli Manning accomplishments that you've been seeing, that was like when people throw the Cam Newton accomplishments at us. And it's like most passing yards in his first game and most passing yards in a rookie season and most touchdowns on a Thursday night game starting before 6 p.m. I mean, it's like these are very specific and they're not necessarily increasing the case for this player long term ones where it's like he was the best in the NFL during this 10 year time period at something important yeah those matter eli literally has none of those mm. and if you compare him to his peers he's barely top 10 to 15 in anything long term literally everything that he brings to the table yeah is two games i mean two playoff runs plus some longevity right
1: i think you know the 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 hall of fame credentials that i have the most time for is simply did you did Was there a stretch during this guy's career where you thought he was one of the very best players in the NFL and how long did that last? And the answer to that with Eli Manning would be no. And if there was, it lasted for like a year.
0: And again, the the inverse of that, when you say Kurt Warner, I'm also of the mind, like, I don't want a guy that was just good for like four years. But right. Kurt Warner had a three year stretch and then another two to three year stretch where he was among the best. And went to three Super Bowls in those, like, six years where he was a good start. Like, all that. It did it with two different teams. And, like, I, I talked myself into, yeah, Warren, Warner makes sense, right? I think my
1: favorite argument was that he won the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. And I don't know if you know this or not, Steve, but that's the NFL's most prestigious award. Not the MVP. Remember all their advertising bump? This is their most prestigious award. And he won it.
0: So he, he wasn't just one of the 32
1: nominees. No, he no, he won, won. It, So he belongs in the Hall of Fame. The other thing that Who cracks me won up. It? Other other Hall of Famers. The other thing that cracks me up is it's the Hall of Fame, Steve, not the Hall of Great Play. It's like, all right, but look, (laughs) it's just just not what it is, right? We don't elect the most famous players in the game every year. We elect the best. If you can't accept that, that's what that means. Then Lamar's already in. Then we probably can't talk. Well, Lamar, you know who else is in? Colin Kaepernick is in the Hall of Fame. We're just going for fame. But that's not really what it's about. It's about best play. Well, I'm anti-Kim Newton in the Hall of Fame too. So, oh wow, you just you you, you we're already pissing off Giants fans here, and you just if two, you want to put top, two, two guys straight into the Panthers, fans. two
0: guys who aren't even in the top ten among quarterbacks in their era in the Hall of Fame, then you go ahead and do that. It's not the Hall, of very good, Sam.
1: It's not. It's the Hall it's of not. Fame. It so is. I I just uh, most famous players. It's not all the Hall, of
0: very good play.
1: Most famous. That's all I'm looking for.
0: All right. Let's check out. Well, let's just high level discuss the Super Bowl a little bit. 49ers and the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. We'll have the full preview. We're going to have a ton of preview content next week. We'll be on Radio Row. We'll be at the mansion on South Beach. Let's just start referring to it as the mansion.
1: Yeah. As opposed to the Airbnb. Can we just cut that out?
0: I never said Airbnb. I never said that. It is the PFF mansion. Mm. All right. Let me make sure the guys know from now on. I'm just going to tell them in our chat. Yeah. Um, we will refer to this as the PFF mansion coming uh-huh. straight from the mansion. And actually we might need to get some, get some imagery around that as well. So the PFF mansion will have plenty of previews and everything. Give me one high level thing that you're looking for in this game. Chiefs and 49 Is just too on the spot for you.
1: No. Um, what are you thinking? The chiefs. So as much as the run game doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. Um, The 49ers were able to blow the Packers off the field in the championship game by just running the ball down their throat. Green Bay couldn't stop it. They got absolutely annihilated, and that was the game. Um, The Chiefs, if you look statistically, don't have a very good run defense at all. Um, But they have shown when they run up against opponents who want to do that as their primary focus on offense, they will have a game plan crafted to stop them. They will sell out against the run and force you to do something else. So we saw that when they played the Vikings. They've done that to good run rushing offenses. So I'm interested to see, A, what their game plan ends up being to try and stop this 49ers' run attack. B, will it be successful? Will they actually be able to stop them? And then C, if and when they do that, do the 49ers have an answer off the back of that through the air as an aerial threat with Jimmy Garoppolo passing the ball? Can they pass the ball better than uh, better than they have to counter that?
0: No, so it's a, it's a good thing to... To think about because we last week at this time, we're saying, look, if the Chiefs really want to stop Derrick Henry, you can do it. You could stack the box. Now, at the same time, the Packers at some point in that game decided that they did probably want to stop the 49ers. They may have gone into the game saying, "Ah, well, you know, slow play it. Let, you know, we're not going to load the box or anything like that. But at some point they did load the box and they still couldn't stop the Niners. And I think that's the tricky part. I do think you could scheme it up and say. That's it. We're loading up. We're going to stop the run. But the Niners, because of what we've talked about here, where Shanahan's evolved a scheme, power, counter, gap schemes, all that stuff. I'm looking to do a little breakdown on that in the next week or so, which I think everybody will like. Um, They've evolved the scheme, so it's not just zone left, zone right. It's the jet sweep game. It's power. It's counter. It's different um, wrinkles that Shanahan has added that legitimately have have changed the game here and they're good at both. Yeah. Top five in EPA running the ball in gap schemes and in zone schemes. And for a Shanahan outside zone scheme, that is like, that's rare. That's, that's a new wrinkle that the league just hasn't caught up to yet.
1: So my general sort of high level look at this game is you, I mean, you can make an argument for the Ravens. Certainly I think you can make an argument for the saints, even though they weirdly got beaten by the Vikings but I think these are the two correct teams, if you like, in the Super Bowl. I think these are the two sort of best teams in the NFL right now going against each other. Um, so I'm, I think basically I'm happy that the two championship games ended up that way and we, get, we got to see this matchup in the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, because if you look at the Chiefs' season, remember he, he put up, Mahomes threw for like 210 yards in the first 20 minutes of the season. And I remember joking like he's going to throw for 6,000 this year. Mm. And then he hurts his ankle. And this is against Jacksonville week one. He hurts his ankle. He's hobbling through a few weeks. He has the knee injury. So you see a little Matt Moore. And then Mahomes is still kind of – he has the Patriots game where he really wasn't good, but he was battling. He hurt his hand in that game. It was probably one of the worst games of his career. And they still beat New England. I mean, we just didn't see like full Kansas City offense. Yeah, until the the playoffs. Until the playoffs. And now we have that. And, you know – that's the other high-level takeaway or thing I'm looking for. Mahomes, since probably the, the snow game against Denver, he was sharp in that game, and he's just been sharp these last few weeks. The, an incredible playoff run, the highest-graded one we've seen so far at PFF uh, through the two games. But we've had other, like Peyton Manning, 2013, when he was with the Broncos, he has that incredible season. He had two really good playoff games, and then he ran into the Seattle buzzsaw in the Super Bowl which you predict you were the only one who predicted Seattle to win that game. And that was one where the defense beat the offense, right? The defense won, torched one of the best offenses of all time, right? Where Peyton Manning had a chance to, you know, finish off an incredible playoff, an incredible season and an incredible playoff run. Mahomes has a chance to top off this. One of the best playoff runs of all time. If he has a huge game against the Niners, but I wouldn't be surprised if it goes the other way. And the Niners who have just played lockdown defense for much of the season, if they do, Um, at least slow them down a little bit.
1: The other thing that's going to be really interesting to watch is how the 49ers coverage holds up against these four or these chiefs weapons that are just so fast. Like the speed that Kansas city has on offense is absurd. Um, You know, Richard Sherman has been incredible this year. He's winning our best coverage defender award for the, for the season. Um, His coverage numbers are insane. The guy virtually never gets beat deep. Now I know he did against Devontae Adams in the championship game that sparked this old Riva Sherman argument. But like the reason that that play was so, and so notable is it doesn't happen. Like the guy almost never gets beat over the top like that. Right. Um, he's been targeted. I think it's the only time it happened this year. I think he's been targeted like 15 times on deep passes this year. That's the only catch he's given up.
0: Yeah, He's always had that great feel for like, I don't want to say he's baiting quarterbacks, but he knows he doesn't always have to run hip to hip and he can catch up when he needs to. And he uses his length and he uses his body position. He just got a good feel for it. Yeah. Not getting beat down and, the field.
1: You know, there are certain types of receivers that he struggles against. And you know, it, the Tyree kill is almost like a supercharged version of one of those. You know, a guy who a has the quickness to get around his length and his physicality at the line. B if he does get clear of him is gone. Like there's no way Sherman's catching that up. We've and seen Tyreek C, torch everybody. Right. And C can scare Sherman to the point of focusing so much on the deep stuff that he'll just give up 15 yard comebacks all day. Yeah. So I mean, I'm just the, a, do they change anything up to cover Tyreek? And B, if not, nah, like, does it go back? Well, if I if you, go bad. No, I mean,
0: if you're Kansas city, for the most part, you know where Sherman is. Yeah. You know he's gonna line up at left corner. Do you try to dictate like Sammy Watkins against Richard Sherman? I'll take Sherman all day. Like I don't I don't think right. Watkins is gonna get the better of him more than once or twice, right? But like could you dictate the matchup with Tyreek? Yeah. Try to sneak a couple by him, a couple stop and goes, and what? then just take all the underneath stuff when Sherm's worried about. So that's over the, the thing. Top.
1: Most of the time knowing where Sherman is, the idea is, well, I can get my best receiver take him away from there right. and play him somewhere else, right? And the Chiefs might be unique in terms of, <laughs> I actually like the matchup of our receiver against your guy, and we're just going to play that all day because you can't live with that speed.
0: <clears throat> that would be that would be fascinating if it was like, let's go after him. Right. Let's, let's actually let's attack, attack
1: Sherman with Tyreek Hill.
0: We'll have plenty more on the game. We have plenty of time to preview it. We'll be there in Miami next week. Um, And we want to hear from you guys. We've got some very special. We'll have some like podcast guests. We'll have some social media, YouTube guests and all that stuff. But is there anybody, any big names you guys would love for us to interview, talk to, you know, get some stuff out of down there? Okay, should be fun. Let's hear from the folks, our listeners, what they might want. And um, how about we had I asked the other day for some requests what do you guys want us to podcast about as we get into the off season one person did ask who has better hair you or mahomes mm. and let me just say i'm going to have a haircut before we get down to miami and i think once it's you know once we're back on track it's me
1: i mean mm, your your haircuts are a risky proposition
0: no i got liz now though we're good yeah yeah liz she okay. knows what she's doing
1: I mean, I'm still Pearl not sure here. your hair, even, even post-styling, I mean, you know. What? It's I, I just, look, it's an, interesting, it's an interesting style you've chosen to adopt as your, you know. It's great hair. Your thing. Anybody who knows hair knows it's great hair. I don't think that's true. It is true. People I, know I, it's great hair. I don't know hair. that it is. That's what I have. The like the other
0: questions, Sam. I don't need your other takes. Like
1: Soul Glow went out of style back with Coming to America. Everything's cyclical, huh? Is yeah. So if you you presumably don't leave the the stain on the couch, but because you're you're above neck height, right? You know the way they yeah, left yeah, it no on, on Coming on to America. Yeah, yeah, there's no stain. Yeah, just don't worry about that. Uh-huh. Get it all covered. It's, it's the, the useful part of being nine foot. Though. It is. It is.
0: Anyway. We had some questions about the QB carousel and the craziness in the offseason. And we'll have we'll have full pods on this whole thing where we think guys are going. But let's just hit on. How many do you think are actually leaving? Let's try that. Let's start. definitely start with that. I, th- I think the more I think about it, I just don't see Brady and Breeze leaving.
1: I think Brady's start. leaving.
0: Really? Yeah. I don't see them leaving.
1: I don't think Breeze is leaving. I don't think the Cowboys let that go.
0: I don't think the Cowboys let that go. I don't either. think the
1: Bucks let Jameis go. I think the Saints do let Teddy go because at some point they they can't keep both of them, right? Uh, The Titans can't let Tannehill go, which means Mariota will be going. So Mariota, Brady, uh, who else quarterback-wise, Teddy, who else is available? Eli. Eli. Well, Andy
0: Dalton will most certainly be available. He'll be
1: available the second they draft Joe Burrow. Right. Rivers. 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 I mean, obviously he's gone. Right? That seems pretty. I think Rivers is gone. Yeah.
0: So that's it. I don't see Brady end. up. I don't think he end up ends up leaving New England. Oh, I think he's gone.
1: Why? I think this I, is
0: new. You weren't thinking this the whole time.
1: No. Uh, yeah, I think he's out of there. Why? Huh? Why? Because I Brady strikes me as the kind of guy who desperately wants to prove that he can come back and stick it to his old team somewhere else. Like I just want to show you that it's me, not them. This whole dynasty thing, how much is Belichick, how much is Brady, how much is New England, it's me. And I can prove it by my last year going somewhere else, dragging some sorry-ass franchise to 11 wins, beating the Patriots along the way, and then bouncing off into the sunshine. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely what he's doing.
0: You think Breeze has that same kind of ego?
1: No. I think Breeze just wants another ring.
0: So you think Brady's an egomaniac?
1: (laughs) Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Seriously?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Based on what? (laughs) Everything. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to try. One of the guys we're trying to get is Tom Curran. He's a New England Patriots insider, and he is as tied in. You know, he's been there since the beginning of the Brady era. He's very tied in, and I think he's got a good feel for kind of like reading the tea leaves, so to speak. So we're going to try to get him next week.
1: There's too many things aligning for me in terms of why would it happen this way if he was going to stay like every other time? Right. Like why would they design the contract so that it has to make him a free agent in addition to, you know, I mean the house stuff is whatever, like rich people build and move houses all the time. It is not the same. It's not the same as it works with you and me where, you know, upping sticks and buying a whole new house is a fairly big deal. Consequential in your life. Those guys chop and change all the time. I'm just, yeah. Yeah. I won't say it. Plus, you know, everything's starting to fall apart there, right? They no longer have this clockwork dynasty monster machine that's going to take them back to the Super Bowl without thinking about it. Suddenly, Brady needs help that he doesn't necessarily have. I just think too many things right now are aligning to this idea of, eh, let's take a swing somewhere else. And for the Patriots, it's, all right, this guy's clearly not capable anymore of being the reason, the only reason we win. So do we even want him back at this point? So, like, who's the next guy in New England? Well, that's their problem, is that they don't have, like, a clear alternative. But I there are quarterbacks see, available. Like, you bring in a Teddy versus Brayton.
0: I could see Belichick, who is, for as great as he's been as a coach, has the same flaw, I think, that everyone else has. Which is, you play well against him, you've you've opened his eyes. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes that works. Like, they went and got Wes Welker because they're like, man, we can't cover this guy. Yeah. 2006, he's with the Dolphins. They couldn't cover Wes Welker. He wasn't the most productive receiver, but they were like, we see a role for him in our offense. We'll take him. Other times, that's failed in the past, and it's failed around the NFL for a while, where you have the guy that has, like, literally one good game, and it's against you. Well, and
1: Whether your, it succeeds or fails, it's just I think it's just bad process.
0: It's bad process overall, but, like, I kind of get, you know... That that, I mean, it's like in-person scouting, right? You saw one-sixteenth of this guy's performance, and you just weighed the one over the other 15. Marcus Mariota has had, he had a very good game when uh, the Titans beat the Patriots in 2018. They lost in 2017 in the playoffs, but he made a couple throws down the street, whatever. I could see Belichick looking at Marcus Mariota, remembering a good game that he had against them, and maybe going that route. Mm -hmm. out of all of them now, because look, if you're the Patriots, right, you're, you're drafting the back half of the first round. There's probably three first round quarterbacks that are kind of locked in. They're probably top 10, unless the Patriots, the other, the alternative plan is to get with Belichick's buddy, Nick Saban and say, look, we're going to put some serious medical red flags on Tua right now. We're going to, cried Bo Jackson times a hundred. I mean, we're just going to, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to put some stuff out there that, that to his career is over.
1: But they're all getting like, the do
0: whatever you can to get him to fall out of the first round and yeah. that the Patriots snag him in the twenties.
1: But everybody has their own medical stuff. They're not just listening to the media red flags. I know. Just sounds like sounds good in theory. Yeah. Everybody says his hips. Good. Well, you we know, have the MRI that says it.
0: So the Patriots don't have a Garoppolo. They don't have a guy waiting in the wings. Jared Stidham not the guy. They're not going to be like, sorry, Tom. I mean, Brady could be 52 and better than Stidham still. <laughs> like the Hackenberg thing, right? That we used to discuss. Yeah. So they need some sort of bridge or transition or try. Let's try Mariota for a year. There's people trying to say, oh, it'll be Andy Dalton. Like Andy Dalton hasn't, you know, I don't see him. The thing about Dalton that's interesting is you could see him throw the ball and think, oh, I like this guy. He's accurate. He's accurate up to 20 yards. Like he fits a lot of things, but he's always just been lacking in the playmaking ability and, and all that stuff. So
1: Dalton would it be interesting. Teddy would be interesting. And that's basically it. Who would be? Dalton and Teddy.
0: Not Mariota? I don't think
1: so. So
0: like Mariota hasn't been that bad during his career. He's had some decent seasons. He's been a middle, like a fifth, like quarterback 15 to like 22, 23. During his stretch uh, career. Dalton's in that same area. Teddy's not much higher than that. Teddy's definitely not higher than that right now. No, Teddy's not
1: higher than that, but he's 26. So, like, Teddy's the one guy. Mario is still young, too. Teddy's the one guy from the sort of bunch who you could legitimately see potentially being a long-term answer to the position.
0: But I could see them go in the but I also wonder if they look at Mariota's athleticism and say, okay, that's. There's a lot of people think, well, Belichick's going to tr- not get a pocket passer next time around. He's going to use the run game. Yeah, He's going to use why. the running ability, and you know, can he tap into that? I could see them looking at Mariota if there's an alternative to to Brady, while they draft like a Jordan Love or something like that late first round or whatever it is.
1: It's right? really tight with Chip as well, right? Belichick, like not not Saban tight, but. The two of them are kind of buddies, right? Yeah, there's some yeah. And obviously connection there. Chip, Mariota. Mariota. He was supposedly in love with him, even though we We're didn't connecting actually. all the
0: dots here. Mm-hmm. PFF investor, Chip Kelly. PFF fan, that? Bill Belichick. What?
1: Are we allowed to say that? Oh, yeah, it's public. Uh, okay. Yeah.
0: It's been in articles.
1: Oh, all right.
0: If it's not public, cut it out. <laughs> but it's been public. All right. Right? I don't know. It's definitely been in articles. Which maybe have been erased. I don't know. Mm, redacted. To the VFF um, investor. flashy Black thingy. stripe. Flashy thingy from. Uh, the Will Smith movie in the 90s. Men in Black. Men in Black. Yeah. Flashy thing. Flashy are. thing. Yeah. Flashy ears. <laughs> Philip Rivers. Where's he going before we wrap it up? Somewhere uh. in Florida. Because that's where he moves the uh, caravan.
1: Right. What? I mean. Geez.
0: You know what we need? You want some really good content? Oh, Did they already move? I, I don't know. It's I not just, like they put out on the alert. The Rivers family moving cross country.
1: Yeah, but again, they're rich, right? It's not like they do it themselves. Like They didn't pack everything into a truck and start driving all 27 of them across the country. He's kind of old school. I could see him doing it. No way. They, they employed a bunch of people so they didn't no. have to lift a finger. The pay- whole army of guys swarmed on his house, no. put everything he owns in a bubble wrap, lobbed it in the back of a truck, drove across country, and they all flew first class.
0: I like to think that they have two minivans and an old school station wagon. <laughs> there is one of their nannies driving each of three nannies, one in each vehicle. It- Kids everywhere.
1: The nannies come with them? Yeah. Yeah, he's going with them. They're just like moving. Well, they're rich. This
0: this is where the rich thing comes in. They've got, they've got, they don't just get like the local nanny, right? They're like flying them in from Germany and stuff. Like they're getting the best, best of the best. Yeah, Opairs plus, right? Ah, Okay. Opairs RS. That's where you get those. So they're all driving two minivans in a station wagon cross country, right? Griswold style, because that's what Philip. That's Rivers as a dad. He's like Clark Griswold type. Probably wants to hit a couple, you know, they stop the Grand Canyon. They hit up some six flags and it's like a two week excursion. Like Rick, like Rick, <laughs> Rick Drummond, who now like half runs this place in yeah. one of the most power moves we've ever seen at PFF, <laughs> Back, so took about 45 days to, to drive to Cincinnati. Right. Back in a time where
1: nobody basically got any days off ever.
0: No days off.
1: He ever. Moved, moved himself from from California to Cincy and it took him like the entire summer. So consequently, he avoided training on all the new uh, all the new PFF systems and had to therefore take up like an executive role upstairs.
0: Hasn't done data. He's like, can't do it. I don't know how to do player participation. I don't Genius. know how to collect data in this thing. I'm sorry. I was driving. I was cross country. Sorry. I'm at the Grand Canyon. Sorry. I'm under the arch. Sorry. Just can't do it. All right. Let's wrap it up. So QB carousel, it's going to be crazy. We'll have full shows on the whole thing next week. We're in Miami. Check it out. And here's the deal. PFF.com right now. That promo code is PFF 30 because we're going to give you 30% off all annual subscriptions. The PFF draft guide. We said it on Monday is the best we've ever put out. It is incredible. Our guys have done some great work on the draft guide and down at the senior bowl. So go check it out. And that's just a piece of what you get when you sign up for Edge or Elite. 30% off your annual subscription. Use PFF30 over at PFF.com right now. And then just stick with us all next week because we just, uh, there's just all sorts of surprises. We just don't even know what's going to happen. I've been told not to call it the mansion.
1: Really? Okay. Yeah. But don't George call it the, call Airbnb the either.
0: We'll be staying at somewhere in between an Airbnb and a mansion next week Okay, in Miami. Fair enough. So be sure to check it out. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. And we'll be back on Monday, regular podcast time. And then we're off to Miami. See you guys. Quick break to tell you guys about NFL Game Pass, the only way that you can replay every game all season long. You can relive all the gutsy calls, crazy catches, wild comebacks, and breakout stars from every game every week. It's all the action, all the football you can handle, all in one place. So every game that we're talking about right now, you guys can re-watch it after the fact. I'm going to be going back, and you guys can too. Go check out Lamar Jackson in Week 1. Go check out Dak Prescott and what that Cowboys offense actually did. Go check out Kyler Murray and his NFL debut. That's my favorite thing about NFL Game Pass. You can go back and watch at any time. And if you haven't watched a condensed game yet, You have to try it out. It's every play from the game back to back to back so you can replay an entire NFL game in the fraction of the time it normally takes. It's how I'm able to follow all the MVP candidates, all the breakout stars, and, of course, your waiver wire pickups all season long. To see all the action this season and stay on top of all the big storylines, you need NFL Game Pass. Best of all, you can kick off the 2019 NFL season with a seven-day free trial of NFL Game Pass. Just sign up now at nfl.com slash pro football focus NFL.